Hello and welcome to today's Unpacked Short. I'm Charlie Pickles and I am joined, as ever, by our Unpacked Guru, Peter Franklin. Hello. Hello, Peter. Today we are going to talk about one of our favourite, in fact, two of our favourite topics at Unheard. It's a very exciting short. China and technology. So this is an unpacked that Peter wrote entitled, Who Wants to Buy the Products of Beijing Analytica? Many of us, probably. Like what you did there with the spin on the title, Peter? Yes, um, I, I'd just like to point out that there isn't, to my knowledge, a company called Beijing Analytica. It's just a, um, a play on words um, of a certain other Cambridge-based company. Well, thank you for that health warning <laughs> slash clarification. Uh, so, Peter, why are we concerned about a mythical Beijing Analytica? Well, um, what this refers to is the um, burgeoning technological reach of the Chinese state or various various parts of it um, in terms of surveillance technologies and especially facial recognition which is the use of cameras plus machine learning algorithms to recognize individual people pick them out just from um, well, their faces, obviously, but also you can do it through gait analysis, um, gait as in G-A-I-T. <laughs> uh, and it is, um, you know, it, it, it's getting more and more sophisticated. And China, because it's got such a huge population and because it's got all of these centralized bureaucratic systems, is in a very strong position to really take the lead on this technology. And obviously, given its uh, history, um, recent history, and the fact that it is still officially a communist country um, with few rights and not so much in the way of privacy concerns, um, it's not like there's going to be a sort of campaign to tell the government to butt out. Okay, so um, let's just for a moment talk about some of the examples of how this is being used, because... um, there are a couple of examples which perhaps, you know, we might on the surface think are quite amusing, yes. but actually are quite sinister <laughs> when you think them through. Well, yes, there is this um, remarkable um, control technology. We are going to lower the tone here, I'm afraid, We are, yes. Um, public convenience, which um, monitors how much toilet paper you take and cuts you off if you take too much. And h- how much are you allowed, Peter? How much I think it's paper? roughly, uh, well, there's there's an exact figure, but it's So rough- I've got it here, 23.6 inches. Yes, so actually that's- It's quite a that, lot. That's not quite two feet, is it? Let's not go into any details. <laughs> uh, so this is, this is how much toilet paper a particular public lavatory uh, will give you in Beijing, is it, I think? Uh, public restroom in Beijing. And how, how, how is facial recognition involved in, in this toilet process? Well, you've got to allocate it to an individual, don't you? Um, you know, you can't do it by time because you don't know how many, if there's several stalls, right? You, you've got to know how many people are using it at a time and then you allocate it individually rather than collectively. So maybe that's that's some progress away from communism. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, just so we're clear on this, uh, 
somebody goes to use the restroom uh they're allocated a certain amount of toilet roll but the restroom captures the the image of this individual so yes, if well, the individual yes. comes back within a certain time frame yes toilet says no we don't want any double dipping do you? <laughs> that is it we are we are stopping the toilet conversation at that point um other examples, please. Moving well, I just, I just say, you know, to, to each according to its need. That's <laughs> a, but maybe needs differ between people. I don't know. Really, so. we, need, we need to draw a line here. We need to. Uh, let's talk about jaywalking. Yes. So this is kind of getting beyond absurd into somewhat sinister. Um, what happened with jaywalking, obviously, crossing the road in an unapproved manner. Um, and there are cameras that, you know, capture people doing this, and then they put the person's face up on a big screen, which is somewhere in the vicinity of of, of the road crossing, and then it, um, uh, a little later on, it cross-refers to various databases and puts up the miscreant's address and things like that and you know just to add to the shaming effect but also i mean that's quite surely dangerous putting up you know saying this this person is jaywalking i mean maybe there are people who feel very strongly about jaywalking out there and you've just given them you know these these miscreants addresses well, you, you're sort of fearing a vigilante justice exactly. um, that possibly won't be a problem but you know in a society which is still you know fairly collectivized um there is a definite um you know a power to that which might not be quite as strong here but i'm pretty sure if it was done here um, in the west it would be you know pretty mortifying as well i think we'd be outraged but i mean the interesting thing is that you point out that when um that particular video surveillance uh, of jaywalking was introduced um the the province is it the city wherever it was anyway uh has reduced its jaywalking by 90 percent yes so it clearly I mean, works yes yeah there's a real deterrent effect there and it's all based on shaming okay so i get the impression from your piece that you aren't entirely comfortable with what china's doing and the fact that we may end up taking on this technology. Yeah, because it's worth pointing out that as this gets better and better, and the Chinese do seem to be leading into this, it does have various, you know, actually quite useful applications. Like there's a system in uh, for airports that just a one-minute face scan is enough to get you through, whereas here you just have to sort of wait in endless queues and and, and, and all the rigmarole that we go through just to, to get on a plane. Um, and um, who wouldn't want these much more sophisticated and on the surface of it, user-friendly systems? Um, another thing, um, what about, well, we already have um, uh, speed cameras in this country. What is, as well as um, catching uh, people speeding, they also, uh, catch people, you know, cutting people up on, on on a road, or tailgating them, or just throwing litter from from the car window. I think there'd be quite a lot of people that would 
you know, say to their city mayor or whoever they're electing, we'd actually quite like this system because, you know, things are getting ridiculous and we want this antisocial behaviour cracked down on. And I so don't, I don't really see yes. what the problem is with that. I mean, you know, we if you speed, it is illegal. You know, if you throw litter out the car or, or, or whatever, you know, again, that's I- illegal. What What is the issue with harnessing technology to enforce existing laws? I think the issue is that facial recognition becomes pervasive in the public environment, right? And whether it's owned by the state or local iterations of the state or by private companies, you are giving big organisations kind of a power over us that just didn't exist anymore. That the idea that you can go out in public and yet be anonymous, unseen, um, which is something that, you know, didn't used to be the case when we all lived in small villages, but in cities and big towns, you know, we can get out there without people following our every move. Now they can. That's not really true, though, is it, Peter? Because, I mean, you know, we we here have been famed for our CCTV uh, usage. I mean, you know, I doubt you could walk anywhere in London without being picked up on CCTV. So, you know, there is the ability for, I would imagine, nearly everyone to be picked up at some point. It's just that facial recognition makes that process more automatic. Exactly, but that's the thing. It just becomes that much more powerful of technology and the information gathered from that, um, who has access to it? Okay, so I, That's the issue. I get this point because, you know, I'm, I'm slightly uncomfortable with the idea that says, oh, isn't it terrible that, you know, the, the state, in a kind of sinister sense, uh, would know where any person was at any one time. This feels to me like it's sort of part of that the kind of civil liberties debate, debate which sort of says, you know, we, we mustn't be able to, or, or rather... Um, police or security services mustn't be able to access emails and things like that to which my response would be if you're not doing anything wrong what's the problem but I get this idea of who can access that information so are you suggesting that you know private companies could start using this sort of technology and pick up everything from you know I don't know our our, our behaviors our shopping habits our age etc etc to target us in some way I mean what are the risks here well of course they can do that and they can do it you know when it's any identification procedure instead instead of having to you know provide id a passport or whatever when you're signing up to something it can all be done in a much more automatic convenient way and are we just gonna sort of sleepwalk into accepting these systems and then are we gonna keep proper tabs on the information that these systems Uh, gather or are we going to demand that all of this information is shared made available through some sort of you know google earth or some other service which allows any of us to find out what any other of us is doing at any particular time we we're going to lose the kind of anonymity of, of, of modern life and that in a way is something that is actually quite precious to us Okay, well, there we go. I can see why we might want to retain our anonymity, anonymity oh dear, uh, for toilets, 
that does seem a reasonable expectation to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm perhaps less concerned about the rest of it. And to be honest, if, if facial recognition can get me through Heathrow Airport quicker, then I am all for it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm sure you'll have equally as strong of views as Peter and I do on this topic. Um, if you haven't already subscribed, please do so. Um, and also, of course, do rate the podcast if you're enjoying it. Thank you very much also to James, our producer. Please do tune in next time. Thank you.